Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome to The Best Bits with Lily and Alice. We'd like to recognise the traditional peoples of this continent whose land was stolen nearly 250 years ago. In particular, we at The Best Bits would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land in which this podcast is being recorded today. And we extend our respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Hello. G'day. How are you? Great. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. You do seem really good today. Very do happy. I? Yeah, you. you do. Oh my gosh. You seem really good. Nice. Do you know mm. what? I don't know if you feel this way, but now that we live in a van, <laughs> you live in your van, I live in my van, which is actually quite funny now I think about it. Um, I feel I like. I think about that often, actually, the fact that we both live in the van. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't think it's functioned in my brain until just now that we both live in a van. Yeah, it's very ridiculous. So I feel like when I'm in my van, I have, I think I have attachment issues. Like I Mm. get really like anxious, not anxious, but I feel a bit unsteady when I'm not in my van. Like, (laughs) oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Is that normal? (laughs) No, it's not. Oh. Well, like, (laughs) I feel like because my mom's been visiting in the past few days, right? And, it's like I've been in another environment, like in mm. the hotel or whatever. But I'm like, I just want to go back to my van. And today I've got the whole yeah. day in my room to like work and stuff. And I'm just like, ah, peace. Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually, I do get that because we've house-sitted before while being on the road. And whilst it's so nice, you do get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm ready to go back in the van. Like yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go back to normal. Yeah. 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 It's so well, weird. it becomes your little home. Like it's yeah. your, I don't know, it's. I never would have thought that I would feel at home living in a van, but Crazy. it actually is uh, really nice. Uh, I'm safe here. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> and I also love it because it's like you can just go anywhere with all your things. Like it's just like, okay, yes. I'm just going to go down here now and live mm-hmm. here for five days. Um, mm-hmm. You can anyway. be ready for like any yeah. any outfit change, any type yeah. of season. You've got mm-hmm. everything with you. Any, any snack. Need a snack? It's right there. 
Five seconds, and there you go. A whole fridge is just there. Everything I need. Which is good and bad, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I do not need to move at all. (laughs) Anywho, um, how are you? Good. I'm good. Yeah, really good. We've had such a nice weekend. Um, Should we go into best and worst? Let's do it. Okay, so best best of the week. Honestly, it's been a really nice week. We've just been exploring all of these different gorges and everything, like so beautiful, all these swimming holes and everything. Yesterday was probably my best. We went on a walk in the morning and we went to a place called Emma Gorge, which was so beautiful, this big, beautiful watering hole. Um, And there's these like... It's because they're like they're th- like thermal springs, like hot springs. Yeah. So it kind of like comes out hot in in the water. Yeah. And so there was this like little bit that was kind of like a little spa um, in the rock. And Fraser and I just sat in there, and it was just so nice. And you look up, and there's this like big, beautiful like cave thing up above <laughs> you, and it was just like it was amazing. It was one of those moments where you're like in the moment, and it's so special um so that was my best and then my worst I wouldn't say it's my it's not my worst I'm gonna replace that with scariest Uh uh-huh crocs they are so scary I hate them (laughs) (laughs) we we were at this um Fraser's fishing yesterday and there we saw like within probably 15 minutes crocs and there was this one that was across the river and it had its back turned to us and then it saw us, turned around, saw us, and then swam like directly at us. Nah. <laughs> and I was just legged it back up nah. to the car. It was so scary. Nah. So that's probably my scariest, which isn't necessarily my worst because it is kind of fun, but yeah. I find them just They're just yeah. disgusting. Oh. I'm sorry, that's real, that's so rude of them, but like, not nice. <laughs> they are crazy scary. They are crazy scary, and they're. I just think of them as like little malicious beings as well, because yeah. they they will get you. Like they, they don't give a fuck. They will get you. Death yeah. roll. Put them yeah, in death the roll. Leo, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they just like look at you for days until you rot. Anyway, yeah. yeah. How fucked up is that? What's your best and worst? My best. My best. Okay, so Sarah Grimberg was on the podcast several months ago and mm. she um, inspired me to start manifestation. And mm. I've been manifesting for the past few months um, on and off, but anyway, I don't know if I told about the past situation with the feather. Um, if you remember, well done. If you don't, I'm not going to go into detail. But um, with this manifestation, basically you – manifest something or you visualize something and then when you're on the right path you you basically come across in the real world quote unquote a um an item that you have created in your own mind that shows that you're on the right path so this item that I created basically I've been manifesting like love um in my life be that relationships be that intimate or platonic in my life um and the item that I um visualized to come into my physical uh what's that awareness um yeah 
is a well it was actually a love a rock that looked like a love heart like a little rock that looked like a love heart and I was like how often do you see those rocks right like very rarely so yeah if I see a rock like this then I'm on the right path and on Saturday I was on the beach and I literally walked past a rock and it had it wasn't a rock love heart but it had love written on it so I was like this is it and I picked it up and it's in my car now just like hanging off um my windshield and it's so cool I was just I looked at it and I was like (laughs) nah I like was going to vomit this is so gross but like it was not and anyway so that was my best because I just love these things I'm like this means that I'm on the right path (laughs) that's so special I just think I just think manifesting and that spiritual world is so fucking cool it's so cool yeah I don't know. I'm reading this book at the moment. The the magic was the other one that I recommended to you guys. Mm. But the secret, um, it's called The Secret to Love, Health and Money Masterclass. And it's Ooh. really great um, if you're into manifestation. So that was my best. Um, what's my worst? Honestly, I don't really have one, but this is kind of like annoying. Like there's one of my drawers in my van's broken. And mm. I spent three hours yesterday at Bunnings trying to figure it out. And I didn't figure it out. And it was really frustrating. Um, That's so annoying. Yeah. But it's all good because I feel like I'm learning so much. Um, Yeah. And I feel like I'm an apprentice now, basically. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you're having to figure out all these things on your own. Yeah. Which is tricky, but it is also, like, very empowering, I think. Yes, I think so. Yeah, I feel really like it's. I I feel really excited by it. Like in the moment, it's really annoying, but <laughs> I, I'm like, this is such a great opportunity for me to learn how to do these things. Like, yeah, Alice called me the other day, and she, oh, yeah. she was like, "Oh yeah, something's broken in my van. Like I'm stoked. I'm fixing it. Like it's so fun." I was like, "Really? Oh, that's <laughs> <so> fun." <laughs> I actually, it, it's exciting because I, when I do it, I feel so satisfied. Like now, I have these like, yeah. this, like lock on my back of my drawer, and every time I unlock it, I'm like, mm, "I did this. <laughs> you did it's it. So satisfying." Um, oh, proud of you, darling. Darling, but that that's my best, that's my worst. Um, quote, my quote is my quote is quote is quote is shame dies when stories are told in safe spaces. Mm, yes, um, yeah, full stop. So good. That yeah. is that is everything. I saw you posted that quote the other day, and it is it's so good. Yeah, I love it. Oh, I love that. So my quote is uh, from a book I'm reading at the moment. Um, it's kind of like a, a study book for what I do, but it's just so good. I'm learning so much. Um, yeah. But it is it is not the answer that enlightens, but the question. Mm. And I just really love it because I think that kind of like epitomizes everything that I I do within my work. But I also think it's kind of really important for life as well. It's like what what question can you ask yourself that's going to get the most out of this situation or like the best, I don't like outcome. And it causes you to kind of think differently, like the different kind of questions that you ask yourself. Um, so it's not necessarily about the answer, but more the question, which I just, I love that. And it it is, it relates so much to what I do. It's nuts. I like that a lot. Mm. It's like, um, yes, time of counseling as well that I use is like asking the question 
for them to answer. But then also like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Mm, yeah. Oh, you would love this book. It's called Clean Language. Okay. It's I'm writing it down. Really good. I would recommend it for anyone in like the helping profession. Um, like it's, it's a really great way to work with, with clients and yeah, it's awesome. Thank you, Lala, for recommending. Um, so today we are talking about friends and how to make friends as an adult. Mm. We get this question a lot and mm. I think we can kind of talk to it in a way somehow. I think so, yeah. I feel like the um, the general consensus or like stigma or stereotype is that it's so much harder to make friends as an adult. Mm. And... Would you agree with that statement? Um, I I would agree with that statement. However, I'm going to question it because I feel like when you're a kid, let's say, let's mm. call a child, you make friends, but like, are they friends? Mm. Or are they just their company by convenience? Yeah. And <laughs> maybe, like, I'll be honest, I've got a, my, my best mate, Ellie. I've been friends with her since I was three. So, like, yeah, okay, mm. like, they're friends. But... I feel like when you're an adult, you could easily make, you know, company with convenience, mm. I think. Um, but actual friends, I think because you're, when you're an adult, like you are a little bit more frugal with your time and mm. the people that you surround yourself with, like it is harder because your standards are a lot harder, higher, mm. sorry, than as a, as a child um, where you're a little bit more, I guess you're less selective of the people mm. that you around yourself. So, yes, they, it is harder, but I think it's harder for a good reason as well. I think that's exactly it. Like when you're in school or, you know, sporting clubs or, you know, wherever it is that you make your friends as a kid, you've got this very select group of people that you can choose to be your friends, right? So you kind of mm-hmm. just go with who you click with the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and, some, yeah, some of my best friends are still from school um so you know that's that's very special there's something very special about still being friends with someone that you knew when you were so young and like growing together and I think that is like a very special type of friendship Mm -hmm. but I think the friends that I've formed as adults like they are there's just something so incredibly special about them because you you don't you don't have to be friends with them is the thing like as an adult you are you get like full autonomy over your time what you do who you choose to spend your time with and there is something so special about connecting with someone as an adult and choosing to be friends and make that effort but I do think it does take a lot more effort as an adult to make friends and I struggle with this sometimes in the sense that like well I I would say that all of my friends that I have and I'm very very lucky I would say all the friends that I have if we didn't speak to each other for a month mm-hmm. that's that's not an issue mm-hmm. like it, we we don't question that that's that's yeah. fine we're still friends mm-hmm. but I can be a little bit I would say lazy with friendship sometimes mm. in the sense that if I'm not in like a physical distance to them, I'm not always keeping up and, and keeping in contact, which yeah. I struggle with and is probably a detriment to like making new friends in that, in that mm. sense. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I love those types of friendships where you can just go ages without talking and it's like it just doesn't matter you're still such good mates and you can call them and it's it's the same yeah yeah, so I think that's what's really special about adult friendships I think so yeah Mm. do you think that um like how would you say you've made friends as an adult like what what would you Mm. say has been like a yeah an area where you've been able to make friends like how did that just Mm. come into your life that's such a good question. So I'll think about the the friends that I've made as an adult. I feel like for me, making friends as an adult, what has been the connector be vulnerability. Like literally like your quote, like being able to be um, just kind of almost like taking the leap with a friendship, like it, it feels yeah. like it could be friends taking the leap and, and being a bit vulnerable with each other and, and like really connecting on something. Mm. I feel like that is how I've made friends as adults that are like truly meaningful friendships, which I think is exactly what happened with us. Yeah. Is that we kind of connected, you know, when you were going through your breakup and I remember you just sent me a message one day being like, oh yeah, it's a bit fucked over here. And I just asked why. And like we, you know, we got, yeah, get got vulnerable with each other. I told you about how Fraser and I had, had our issues and, and we connected over that. And I think if, you know, I or you had have had our, our guard up in that situation, probably that performed. Yeah. So I think probably vulnerability is is a really big one. Um and then in terms of like where you meet people, I'm like, where do I meet my friends? I don't know. Where do you meet yours? Like Yeah. I think um I, don't know. I think firstly you made a really good point about the vulnerability and I never really I really never thought about it until now when I think about my adult friends. I think most of my adult friends I have connected through vulnerability or like moments of hardship. To be mm. honest, like, I, I don't know if there's any that I haven't. And I feel like, I think I've had this conversation with you a little before about how I find it really difficult to connect with people on a service level anymore. Like, I, mm. I feel like I have to be like, so what's your trauma? <laughs> like, yeah. what's been going on in your life? Like, tell me your hardships. Like, what have you learned in difficult times? Because it shows, I feel like it just connects, connects us mm. on a certain level. Um, but, 100%. Yeah, like for me, where I've made friends as an adult, um, I think to be honest, most. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. To the friends I've had as an adult, I've made um, through social media, which sounds really, really, really weird. But as an example, like technically we met through social media. Like we did. Right. And then I think about my friends in Cronulla who most of them I met at least, you know, initially through social media and then I met them in person and then mm-hmm. either like a couple of them maybe in the gym um, and then kind of mutuals. But most of the friends I have, the connections I have on the road or around Australia or even like through work, mm-hmm. I've literally met through social media. And that's not to say that you need to have a big following to meet friends like at all. Mm-mm. Like I would say that it's just, you know, reaching out to people or finding people, say, for example, like knowing that I know somebody who might be in the NT for you to to meet Lil. So then I'll be like, yeah, cool, meet this person. I'll send you their social media. So I think it's more so that than just like Mm. having a following and people reaching out and be like, let's be friends. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I because I live on the road now, it's a little bit more difficult. But I also mm. think it's not as hard. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think if you put yourself out there and you um, are open with your time and open to opportunities to meet people, then mm. I think it is definitely very possible to make friends as an adult. I think so. And I I think also it takes effort. Like I remember when remember when I was traveling around Asia, I was traveling my with my friend and then um like we went separately. She went to Japan, I went to Bali. And I remember thinking, okay, shit, like I am on my own now. I'm on my own and I have to make friends. Like I have to make friends and I had it in my mind. I'm making friends. And so I put in like, I put in the effort, like the first night I was there, I saw a group of people. I thought, yep, I'm doing it. I'm making friends with them. And I did. And I ended up spending like a month with them and it was so much fun, but you, ha- you actually have to consciously yeah. make that effort if you don't want to be alone <laughs> because oh, you yeah. could be, you could yeah. just go around, you know, about your life, just, you know, being solo, lone wolf. Yeah. But the friendships that you have make such an impact on your life. So you have to make that effort and you have to put yourself out there, which I guess comes into going outside your comfort zone because it is so not comfortable to put yourself out there for possible rejection. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. I think that's what the, the risk is is mm-hmm. that you could get rejected by these people mm-hmm. and you could feel you know that could make you feel you know negatively about yourself so you have to put yourself out of your comfort zone which is so scary yeah and I think um I think we forget that I think that some people I mean this is just from my experience some people are like oh my gosh Alice like you know it, it's so easy for you to make friends or you know you've got so many people around you like Mm. you're so lucky it's like fuck like when I moved to Cronulla I knew one person mm. the boss like 
I didn't know anyone, right? And I was uncomfortable for six months trying to meet people. You know, I didn't meet people in two seconds. Mm-hmm. And I think that there actually there were days where I was like, I have no one to message. I have no one to hang yeah. out with. Loner. Like, I felt yeah. so disgusting. But then like you just got to kind of get over it and just get out of your comfort zone and you'll meet people and then, you know, those people you meet, you might not be friends with forever, but they're nice to get to know. Mm. And it's kind of like dating, right? Like you've just got to put yourself out there. What's the mm-hmm. worst that could happen? You learn something about somebody and you go home. Like It's mm-hmm. not the end of the world. There's yeah. also some really epic things around these days. Like, for example, when I moved down to Wollongong, there was the Gong Gurfers, which was like this community of surfers who were girls. And like cool. I remember one morning I just got there at like 6 a.m. and I was like, hey, like I'm Alice. Um, are you Gong Gurfers? And it was the most like I was so embarrassed. But I was like, fuck <laughs> it. Like whatever. And now, now we're made. So like it's um it's not a comfortable situation, but if you really want to make friends, you've got to really try and it has to be mm. because otherwise mm. like, you're right. Like it's, you can't really have friends via convenience anymore unless for mm. example, like, your partner's friends, but like, let's be honest, you kind of want to have friends outside of your partner. I think anyway, yes. it's a like, healthy relationship. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, you do have to put mm. yourself out there. Um, can I also say this is like super off, not off topic, but like something that I just thought of, You've got to also ask yourself, like, what you want out of a friend because every mm. friend is going to give you something different. Like, for example, Lil, you give me so much more or sort of, sort of something different to, say, my best mate Ellie, who I've known mm. since I was three. You give mm. me, like, my Ellie gives me something different to you and, you know, mm-hmm. other friends that I have, guy friends or older friends. And so you've got to remember that what you – one out of a friend is also very important to define. And mm. if it's just like, I just want a friend to go surfing with, okay, you might not need to have deep, vulnerable conversations with that friend then. Maybe they're just a go-getter. Or mm-hmm. you want to have a friend that you can call when you're really, really sad. Okay, mm-hmm. well, that friend then has to be a friend that is emotionally available for you, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's defining what you actually want out of friends and then going from there. And maybe then if you want to have a friend who you can go surfing with and have fun, like go to the waves, you know, don't mm. up, right? So I think that's also important. I think that's a really good point. And I think about that and I think about all my friends and yeah, they do all give different things and we all provide different things for each other. And I wouldn't necessarily go to one of my other friends to the, for the things that I go to you about and, and, and vice versa. So I think that is really important. And I think also when you spoke about relationships then, yeah, my mind immediately went to, which I'm sure your mind did too, um, when, yeah, like when you get in a relationship or, you, you know, you hear about, you know, people getting in relationships and then they kind of just ditch all their friends and mm-hmm. only, um, you know, focus on the relationship, only focus on, you know, the um you know other person's friends and like completely isolate themselves and then they break up and then where where are you friends now kind of thing you know and I think that's such a sad thing when that happens and I think you know if you are someone that is getting into a relationship I think you've got to still put in that effort with your friends because they're always there like they are the ones that, um, you know, you, you really want to, to always be there and you don't want to let that 
go for a relationship. Like I think that's really, really important. Um, but I think it's an easy trap to get involved in, I think, uh-huh. especially when you're new in a relationship and, yeah, it's like, you know, oh, I think that happens. But just pull yourself up and put that effort into your friends because they are, you know, a really important part of your life. And, God, I'm so thankful for my friends. Like oh I'm so God. thankful for them. <laughs> it Like I genuinely feel sick thinking about if I didn't have mm. my friends. Like, whoa. It's so special. It's so special. Um, Mm. And I don't have heaps. Like I will say like I don't have like a big, massive group of friends. Yeah. Like I have, you know, a very relatively close circle Mm -hmm. of of friends that I just love so much. And like that is, it's it's more for me, it's more quality over quantity. Because I think I am someone that I can't put so much effort into so many people that seems for me like an impossible task. Mm -hmm. I I think especially when, you know, and you probably feel the same, like with when your job is sort of like working one-on-one with clients, that takes a lot of effort and like, you know, emotional toll. So I couldn't give so much effort to so many people, but I love my friends so much and – Yes, quality over quantity, I think, for me. Yeah. I um I wonder, um, I, I know that you've mentioned this before, you're more of a sort of introvert Lil on mm. occasion. How do you find that with like say if we, there was an introvert or someone who was an introvert who was listening and was like, mm. I want to make friends, but I find it so exhausting to make friends. Mm. Would you have any tips for them? Mm. I think owning who you are. Mm. I think is really important. Like I feel like don't pretend that you are this extroverted person that can always be available for hanging out and, you know, wanting to go out and, you know, party and, you know, whatever, spend lots of time with people. Like I think own who you are and I think that's something that I have always done in that aspect is just like owned that I – you know, I'm, I'm not someone that's like, can, can stay for a very long time at, at something or like can be, you know, with so many people. Like I, I've ne- I don't, I don't like that. And I think my friends know that. Like I remember throughout high school, I would always be the person that, um, what do you call it? Smoke bomb. Yeah. Because I, I would just, yeah. They'd be like, oh, Lily's, where's Lily? Oh, she's gone home. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> would, I, I would just it. own it. Yeah. And it's the same now. Like I'm, I'm, that's still true to me. So I think just own who you are. But I also think like something that can be misconstrued about introverts is that they don't like spending time with people. I think like, I love it. And I thrive in that environment. I love it so much. I love being around people talking and I love it, but I need to like recharge after a little bit. Yeah. So I yeah. just can't stay for like a very long time doing something because I'll just get exhausted and I won't enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like I think own it and use the social energy that you have when you have it and then recharge when you, you know, and I think just own who you are. Mm. I love it. It's, um, yeah, and I, I also think um, don't compare your friendships to others. I know this mm. sounds when I was um 
when I was at uni, I never had a friendship group. I've, I've, and I've never really been one for friendship groups. I don't know what it is. I just feel repulsed by them because I'm like, mm. I don't want to have to be in this box of people. Like, mm-hmm. um, anyway, I remember I used to compare myself to um, everybody else's friends. And I was like, why do they have this cute little friendship group that's like always going to have cocktails at this bar yeah. and like then have, you know, cute little pizza nights and la, la, la. And I used to compare myself a lot because I never had that. I was like, all right, I've got like, Karen over here and then like Peter over there and then like George over there and you know mm-hmm. else over here and um it made me feel quite inferior but I think now that I don't compare I appreciate that everybody's different some people love friendship groups and their little mm-hmm. circle of friends and that makes them feel safe and whatever but for me like I don't like that because firstly it's sometimes quite toxic um then mm. secondly like I don't have the capacity to hold that all the time because I'm, you know, I'm such a free butterfly person that like it doesn't mm. work for my lifestyle, mm-hmm. um, especially now living in a van. So it's like mm. it's really important not to compare your friendships to other people's, how many people they have in their friendship groups, if they mm. have friendship groups, like if they've got boys and girls and, you know, if they're all cute little married couples and whatever, like don't mm. do that because it's, it's just not fair and it might not mm. even work for you anyway. Mm. So just work to what feels good. Like Lil said, like be you and you'll gravitate mm. towards people who are like you and people who are like you will gravitate towards you. Mm. Um, quality over quantity is far more superior, especially as you mm-hmm. get older. Mm-hmm. And never forget who your friends are if you do get in a relationship because mm. let me tell you, I've had people in the past who've done that and it's mm. not ended. Yeah. Like, um, very well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I would also add something that I learned, I think very on, very early on in life is, I I think mom told me is you can't force friendships. Mm. You can't force a connection. Mm. And if it's, if it's not sitting right or it doesn't, you know, just sort of flow, then, you know, maybe it's, it's not worth it. And I also think it's okay to outgrow friendships like yeah. a friendship that maybe you had when you were younger, maybe it was in, you know, more of, say if you, you know, had your partying years, you know, and, and you've outgrown that and maybe you've outgrown the connection. And it, I think it is okay to break up with friends as well. Like I think that's okay and it's really I think a lot of people feel so much guilt about that and it's just I don't think it is anything to feel guilty about. Yeah. Um, you are allowed to, to outgrow friendships and that doesn't mean that one of you is better than the other or anything in any way. You just kind of outgrow each other and you go in different directions and paths and that's just fine. Yeah. I've had that happen with, you know, a few friendships over the years where it's like we were so close and now, mm. you know, we're just not. Yeah. yeah, and it th- that's okay, you know. I think so. Mm. I and I, like you, you're a different person sometimes when you're 21 versus mm. 20. It's like, why would you be friends with the same people unless they've grown in the same way, which is cute. Yep. But if they haven't, that's cool too. Like you don't have to mm-hmm. hate them. Like it's just like I, I, we just don't, we can't be friends mm. as we used to because it's not aligning with what I'm doing with my life versus what you're doing, which is cute and whatever. But yeah, yep, yep. I completely agree. But, yeah, yeah friendship, friendships are tricky. And if you're struggling, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I, it's okay. Um, 
Yeah, but I would recommend social media. I don't know. I mm. It's powerful for me. And also, I remember when I moved to Cronulla, there was this app, Bumble, which is like a dating app that you could have. Yes. Also, Facebook pages are a really great way to meet people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, no, like I'm on the Sunny Coast Facebook page and there's always people being like, hey, like I'm new here. Like, if you want to be friends, I've got like a dog. I love surfing. I love it. Like you can literally yep. meet people like that too. So, Yep, it's, it's so different. true. Mm. Yep, yep. And yeah, if you have a hobby, like go and do yeah. your hobby and you might meet people doing that hobby as right. well and, you know, all that. Yes. Anything else you need to add? Um, no, I don't have anything else to add. Well, I I don't think so. But Mm. if you want more friends, come and join the book club. Yes, that is actually such an amazing way to make friends. Yes. And we do, we get, I feel like we get so close in book club. It's like, yeah, it's cute, isn't it? You know a lot about each other, which is so nice. Um, it's so nice. But yeah, the details will be in our bio. Yes. Um, thanks for listening everybody we really appreciate you all we think you're just the best and we're so grateful for every one of you like it makes us so happy that i mean we still can't even believe like when we get a message that someone likes the show we're like what what do you mean you like the show you listen to us like yeah we were saying that the other day we're like as if you were interested (laughs) i know it's so it's so weird but it's so it's so nice and yeah we're just very grateful hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 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 Mm